Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You're listening to Living Full Out with Nancy Soleri. As a professional motivational speaker, Nancy can assist you to blow through your setbacks and start living full out. If you have an inspirational story you want to share, email us at connect at livingfullout.com. Once again, here's Nancy. Hello, I'm Nancy Solari, and this is the Living Full Out Show. And today we're going to be talking about jumping and building your wings on the way down. I know that seems a little scary sometimes, like, no, I need wings, I need wings. But honestly, sometimes you just have to take that leap of faith. And when we're talking about that, we're also going to be joined in our next segment by Tanisha Bloodsaw, who's going to talk about, you know, growing up with her father who had been unfaithful to her mom, just kind of how that kind of unfolded her life for her and how she had to forgive her father and and later on how she really made changes in her life to build friendships. But truly, leaping and building wings on the way down has always been her motto, and you'll find out why. We also want to make sure that beyond today's show that you are supported. Feel free to always reach out to us at connect at livingfullout.com. And if you are at the gym working out or in the car and you want to hear our show, just go to the App Store, go to livingfullout.com and, and look for the Living Full Out Show app, and you can listen live and listen to recordings and just pick the episode that resonates most with what you're looking for. So we want to make sure that we're beside you every step of the way. Now, I'm getting word from our producer here that we have a listener on the line. Let's go say hello to them. Hello, welcome to the Living Full Out Show. Hi. Happy to Hi be there. <laughs> How can I help you today? My question is, I feel stuck in my life right now, and I was wondering, how can I get out of this mental state and push myself forward? Well, first of all, I, I actually am very sorry that you feel stuck, because that is actually a hard, hard moment. That's a hard feeling, right? Because it seems like, probably feels like everybody else knows what they want to do, like everyone else is moving and shaking. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So in terms of feeling stuck, is there something that is causing you to be in this place? Like, do you feel like you're more stuck in a job, stuck in a relationship, or stuck in an environment? Um, to be honest, I think I feel more stuck in an um, environment, mm-hmm. um, not being able to uh, go to, like, a four-year university, just seeing all my other friends, you know, like, starting their life, living alone, um, yeah, that type of stuff. I feel like I'm missing out. Are you a freshman right now? Uh, no, I'm a junior. You're a junior. Okay, so have you been in college for three, for yeah, several I'm in years? Right now. You're in yeah, college, I'm in right, college now. right now. Okay. Yeah, community. You're in community college. So, so all your other friends, when you went to college, they all got to go to universities, and you went to community college. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like at first, I felt like it was um, good, uh, a good financial decision. But now realizing, like visiting my friends at like uh, UC Berkeley, I just realized like how much I'm missing, uh, missing out on. Mm-hmm. And I was just wondering, like, 
how can I like push past, push past this? You know what? You have to find your own special story. So what I'm getting at is when you talk to your friends and they talk about their story might be, oh, we went to this frat party or oh, the football games or, oh, my goodness, my bro, you know, my friends and I are going to go do this, right? And maybe you don't live right near them. Those are stories. And, yeah. and, it's, and sometimes hearing other people's stories makes it feel like they have more going on than you, but they're just stories. And I, and I halfway wonder if they only sound exciting to you because it's, it's in a story form. And what we want to do is get you your own stories. And stories can come in different forms. So I hear you on that community college front, and I think community colleges are great. But I, I can fully picture how you rationalized it for like the first couple of years to save money. And I can appreciate how you're turning around as a junior saying, you know, I wish I'd done it differently or I wish I'd switched gears two years in. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah. But I see, wish I, uh, mm-hmm. I wish I would have um, transferred out a little sooner. Mm-hmm. But see, here's the, here's the thing, and I'll be really honest with you. It's, it's you have to change your languaging. And until you change your story, you won't have that exciting story. So right now, your story is, I wish I had. Your story yeah. is, I did it because I had to. Or your story is, I wish I had done something differently. And what we want to do is we want to change that story. And so what is your career path? Like, what is it that you want to do when you finally get that degree, whether you're at the community college or anywhere else? What do you want to be? Uh, I want to do something in business, um, hopefully run my own uh, business or uh, uh, work uh, as an IT. That's what okay. I'm working towards right now. And so it, so, so technically you want to run your own business. Would it be an IT business? Uh, yeah. Okay. And have you job shadowed or have you spent much time with other IT business owners? Uh, no, I'm in the process of doing that right now, looking okay. for internships. Yeah. Perfect. So see, that's story building. So what's going to happen is you just got to change that. So what I would do is I would just go big. I'd be like, okay, listen, no more of this I wish I had, no more of feeling like my friends maybe have a di- have, are having more fun because honestly, they're going to have larger bills than you at the end of it all, right? And who knows? They may have had a lot of fun. It may be kind of blurry if they've had too many cocktails. I don't know, right? You know, college is what people make of it, but I know plenty of people that went to four-year universities and they don't talk to any of those people anymore. Their best friends are high school friends, kind of like what you have, right? Mm. So it's Mm -hmm. not to say that they're going to graduate and all their stories are going to manifest into their next life, their next chapter. Some may, and I bet you're going to find that some people, they're going to graduate and they're going to lose touch with those friends that sound so great right now. But you will be the big winner if you start writing your own stories. So I I would love to see you start to really go big with these internships. 
And maybe one is where you're interning and you're learning and you're kind of in the role of like employee, interning, student, that kind of vibe. But I'd also Mm -hmm. like you to meet some IT business owners not in that role. I'd like you to start doing some networking groups because just because you're in college doesn't mean that you can't elevate yourself kind of like the as if factor, like you're already there. Mm -hmm. Like you're smart. I bet you have a lot of dialogue that you could have with people in a networking setting. So see, it's a different layer of positioning. When you're in an internship, you're a student, you're an employee, you're learning. And and mm-hmm. how you connect with that business owner will be in a certain demeanor, right? Because you work for them, you're a student. But when you go and you now go to a networking group and you're mingling, you're more of an equal they might have more experience on you, but you don't work for them. So it's a different it's a different way of connecting. Then I'd like to see you go even more big, and I'd like you to take like LinkedIn, for example, and find yeah. some people there, whether they're in your area or whether they are for a company that one day you'd like to work for. And I'd like for you to see about having a couple calls with them. And I'd also like for you, have you ever heard of meetup.com? Meetup.com. No, uh-huh. I haven't. Okay. This is exciting. Like I said, your story is going to get bigger and bigger all the time. Yes. So meet, meetup.com is a website that you can go to, and there are social groups of every kind. I bet there's tech groups for you. There's tennis mm-hmm. groups. There's hiking groups. There's happy hour groups. There's spiritual groups. There's volleyball groups. There's probably, you know, headstands for hours group, right? It is amazing. I've lived in a lot of places, New York, Oregon, California. Uh, I've been in Nevada. There is oh, wow. meetup.com is in all those areas. It's a really large network. So now you're not just writing your professional story with what we talked about earlier, but let's also get you writing your personal social story. So rather than all your friends meeting new people, having fun, I want you to go and create a meetup profile, and I want you to start looking at some of the groups there that you might enjoy and just participate. And I think what you're going to find is in a very short amount of time, you're going to do more talking on the phone, and they're going to do a lot more listening. Just a hunch. Yeah. Yes. I would like that to happen. I would like that for you too. Yeah. And I think that can happen. And I, I want you to know, like I said, I really get where you are, but the good news is any of those things we talked about today is going to give you a lot of stories to talk about. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. All right. Thank you for calling in and for everybody listening, we're going to be coming right back. Tanisha Bloodsaw, honestly, her story is one that I think will really allow you to jump without those wings in place. You can fly, just fly from your heart, fly towards your dreams. We'll be back. Life looks a little different. During these times, we're doing our best to keep our minds and bodies strong. And getting a flu shot helps us stay healthy, so we don't miss out on what matters. Like having game night at home. (coughs) 
Yeah, can't do that while sick with the flu. Now imagine family movie night that your daughter can't live without. Well, that's ruined. And don't forget your uncle's socially distanced cookout. <coughs> See? That's why it's important to be at our strongest. Every year, millions of people in the U.S. get the flu. Especially now, no one has time to miss out on moments that matter. So get your flu shot. Find out more at getmyflushot.org. Brought to you by the AMA, CDC, and the Ad Council. Don't you wish your life came with a warning app? Stop. That dog does not want to be petted. <laughs> Just a little heads up before something bad happens. Move your coffee cup away from your computer. Oh, no, 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 no. So you can have more control. Stop. You're texting your boss by mistake. Uh-oh. Well, life doesn't always give you time to change the outcome, but pre-diabetes does. With early diagnosis and a few healthy changes like managing your weight, getting active, stopping smoking, and eating healthier, you can stop pre-diabetes before it leads to type 2 diabetes. It's easy to learn your risk. Take the one-minute test today at doihaveprediabetes.org. Warning, the cap is loose on that catch-up. Don't wait. You have the power to change the outcome. Visit doihaveprediabetes.org today. That's doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its Prediabetes Awareness Partners. Uh-oh, Brad's buzzed. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he's starting with the woots. <laughs> <laughs> and now a speech. I just want to say that friendship is about heart. Heart and brain. Who's with me? Good thing is, he knows when he's buzzed. And my brain is saying, when it's time to go home, somebody call me a ride. Love that guy. Me too. Know your buzzed warning signs? Call for a ride when it's time to go home. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Watch out! You got me! The galaxy is safe once again. In the pretend universe, kids play with pretend guns. In the real world, it's up to us to make sure they don't get their hands on a real gun. If you have a gun in the house, keep it locked, unloaded, and stored separately from ammunition. Safe gun storage saves lives. Learn how to make your home safer at nfamilyfire.org. That's nfamilyfire.org. Brought to you by N Family Fire, Brady, and the Ad Council. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Adopt US Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting a Teenager. Learning the lingo. Today I'm going to help parents translate teen slang. Now, when a teen says something is on fleek, it's exactly like saying, that's rad. It simply means that something is awesome or cool. 
Another one is totes. It's exactly like saying totally, just shorter. As in, I totes love going to the mall with Becca. Another word you might hear is jelly. Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous. As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will think you're, um, rad just the same. To learn more, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. You're listening to Living Full Out with Nancy Soleri. As a life coach, Nancy can teach you how to stay strong under pressure and work through challenges you face. Being legally blind, Nancy inspires others to be resilient in overcoming obstacles and live full out. You can ask Nancy for advice in your life on relationships, finance, business, health, and more. Just call in at 800-333-0001. Once again, that's 800-333-0001. Now, here's Nancy. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm Nancy Solari, and this is the Living Full Out Show, and we're talking about jumping but building your wings on the way down and our inspirational guest today Tanisha Bloodsaw honestly I think she's always jumping but she's got wings and more wings and more wings <laughs> but she didn't always and the what I love about her story is she shows you how she made those jumps and how she had to take those leap of faith so I'd very much like to welcome her to the show hi Nancy hi so good to have you here so i I know when you were growing up, you know, you you had some twisty beginnings, right? Your you know, your mom, really loving mom. In fact, I think your mom deserves a trophy because after she had when she had you, um, your dad had gotten another woman pregnant at the same time and so t- collectively you grew up with siblings like your same age. But what I think is yeah. so great about your mom, I love that she found her faith and that she kind of sourced that through and really put your growing up with those siblings kind of ahead of any anger or resentment. And so first of all, tell your mom I think she deserves an award. But second of all, that must have been really nice not just being an only child because so many moms and dads, when that would happen, the mom would go one way and you could have had a much different life. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. I so, think it's just a testament of God helping her through that for sure. Yeah. Well, like I said, I'm going to I'm officially going to give her an award. And but then what is so interesting too is, you know, your dad no one is perfect, right? But your dad obviously had his own path and past and fell into a drug addiction and with meth and and just probably wasn't overall there for you as much as he could have been. And what I think is tender about your story, and my parents had divorced when I was 10 as well, is I can I can appreciate wondering, well, gosh, you're spending all the time with them. You know, I wish I was with you, you know. As a child, how did you manage kind of those sad feelings? Um, I was actually in the church, like, seven days a week. And so um, I think one of the things that my mom helped me do is to stay busy. Um, but it's like you, 
you know, as, as I was growing up as an only child, but having my siblings in my life, like I did have a lot of times where it was just me and kind of in my thoughts. And so, you know, I kind of went to my faith, I went to music um, and just really, I just, I was around people a lot uh, in church. Like I said, I was there like seven days a week and my mom, she was one of the leaders in the church. And so, you know, I was there in the very beginning, you know, when they started church to all the way till after church, because she was one of the uh, people that were over like counting the money at church. And so like, I had to be there, like literally put, putting two chairs together sometimes, taking a nap while she was finishing up. Um, so, you know, basically just keeping me busy kind of helped um, navigate so that I just wasn't, you know, thinking about my dad not being there and, um, and yeah, just my faith for sure uh, kept me kept me grounded, I would say. Yeah, I mean, that's that's when faith is really at its best, for sure. And it gave you that comfort during that time. And again, your dad wasn't making all the best decisions because he wasn't around the best people. And your siblings were actually, they were in way more jeopardy than you, although your mom always took them in and helped out when she could. It was, you really started to resent his behaviors and putting the siblings that you loved in jeopardy. And especially in your teenage years, you started to really lose the desire to engage in life. What did that look like for you? Uh, definitely acting out in school, uh, just kind of detaching because I was always like a like an overachieving type of a student, making sure that I, you know, didn't give my mom any trouble. Uh, but I think it was about the middle of seventh grade, I kind of like, fell into, I don't want to do anything, like, I forget the school stuff, and, you know, I'm in the back of the classroom instead of listening to the teacher, like, I was always in the front listening, making sure I was staying engaged, and I think, you know, I just was, I, I put in my mind that if I need the attention that maybe he will come around, and that was just not the way to go, but it's like, you know, when we're kids, we think that we kind of have it all figured out, and I think seventh and eighth grade, those are those times where I was just kind of in a rebellious sense of, um, you know, mindset that maybe if I am the one who's causing the trouble, that maybe that's the, the trigger point where he'll kind of start to care. Um, well, and, you know, it wasn't the case. And, you know, it's just, it just one of those times, you know. Yeah, well, <laughs> I know your mom encouraged him to go to talk and talk to you, but it really wasn't the most inspirational talk that you ever had. But, but your mom, your mom, though, again, I want to give her another award. She gets another trophy. She really did ignite in you a fire. What did she say to you? What did she do to get you to get back in the game? Uh, so it was eighth grade. Like, I almost did not graduate um, eighth grade because, I, I mean, I was to the point where I wasn't doing my work, almost failed out, and she found out about it uh, because, like, it was crazy. I would get out of school a few hours before she got out of work, and so, like, I was intercepting like my progress reports and report cards and stuff like that and because you know of course as a kid like I was very trustworthy like she would just believe whatever I said um until she couldn't um so I got grounded and she sat me down and you know she just told me that life is not about what people do for you it's what you do for yourself um, and she said that as much as I want my dad's attention, that's not the way to get it. And I was actually grounded for three months um, leading up into high school. And so I had a ton of time to think about, you know, all the actions I had, like, kind of did the last two, like, almost two years. And, you know, she was just like, you have a life that you need to live. And she actually, 
explained to me when she was 14 about her struggles and how she, you know, she was an overachieving student as well. And she had just kind of checked out because like her mom was, um, you know, just not that supportive person in her life and her dad wasn't there at all. And, you know, just hearing her story really helped me kind of put things in perspective. And so it's like, you know, after that summer, I, I didn't look back. I didn't uh, go back into that path. Um, and she, she definitely set me straight after that. Well, and you are very smart. Um, you know, it's funny. They say the acorn doesn't fall too far from the tree. <laughs> and you and your mom, you embodied and took with you some really great qualities of your mom. I know you're both survivors and warriors and and, and overachievers, and I could come up with a whole list of things for you and your mom, but, um, but she did really good in, in getting you on that path. Now, I want you to stay with us because there is a whole lot more to your story, but um, I just want everybody to think about today, you can have hard beginnings in life, you know, disappointments in childhood, but ultimately, like the words of wisdom from her mom, you know, she had to eventually boldly jump and become an overachiever again and and figure out her path. And so I can't wait to tell you the rest of the story. So stay with us. We're going to be coming right back. This is the Living Full Out Show. Today in school, I learned a lot. In chemistry, I learned that no one likes me. In English, I learned that I'm disgusting. And in physics, I learned that I'm a loser. Today in school, I learned that I'm ugly and useless. And in gym, I learned that I'm pathetic and a joke. In history, I learned that I'm trapped. Today in school, I learned that I have no friends. In English, I learned that I make people sick. And at lunch, I learned that I sit on my own because I smell. In chemistry, I learned that no one In biology, I learned that I'm fat and stupid. And in math, I learned that I'm trash. The only thing I didn't learn in school today... The only thing I didn't learn today... The only thing I didn't learn... Is why no one ever helps. Kids witness bullying every day. They want to help, but they don't know how. Teach them how to stop bullying and be more than a bystander at StopBullying.gov. A message from the Ad Council. I'm Nancy Soleri, Certified Life and Business Coach. I want to invite you to the Personal Development Boot Camp. During the boot camp, we're going to be looking at taking those insecurities that you have and getting rid of them. We're also going to look at ways in which you can thrive and live a life full of purpose. Go to livingfullout.com forward slash bootcamp, livingfullout.com forward slash bootcamp to sign up. I believe in you and here's to you living your life full out. They'll challenge your authority. They'll try to break your will. They'll push you to the edge of your sanity. Because that's what kids do. But this car is your territory, not theirs. Defend it. Who makes the payments? Who cleans it? Who drives it? You do. That's who. And in here, your word is law. 
So when you say you won't move until everyone's buckled up, you won't budge an inch until you hear that click. Never give up until they buckle up. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. For more information, visit safercar.gov slash kids buckle up. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Seven million children suffer from asthma more than any other chronic disease. Most asthma attacks are caused by allergic reactions to allergens, including those left behind by cockroaches and mice. In fact, 82% of U.S. households contain mouse allergens, and cockroaches are found in up to 98% of urban homes. How can you protect your family? Find out at PestWorld.org. A message from the National Pest Management Association and the American College of Allergy, Asthma, and Immunology. I get it, slip it, cuff it, check it twice a day. I get it, slip it, cuff it, check it in the morning and before dinner. I get it, slip it, cuff it, check it, and share it with my doctor. Nearly one in two U.S. adults have high blood pressure. That's why it's important to self-monitor your blood pressure in four easy-to-remember steps. It starts with a monitor. Now that I know my blood pressure numbers, I talked with my doctor. We're getting those numbers down. Get it, slip it, cuff it, check it. Talk to doctor now and share it. Be next to talk to your doctor about your blood pressure numbers. Get down with your blood pressure. Self-monitoring is power. Learn more at manageyourbp.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, the American Heart Association, and the American Medical Association. In partnership with the Office of Minority Health and Health Resources and Services Administration. You're listening to Living Full Out with Nancy Soleri. With Nancy's expertise, you'll learn how to embrace your potential and strive for success. If you have a question or need further support, send us an email at connect at livingfullout.com. Now, here's Nancy. Welcome back. I'm Nancy Soleri. This is the Living Full Out Show, and we're talking about jumping and then building those wings as you kind of fall on down there. But Tanisha Bledsaw is walking us through how to do that uh, through her story today as our inspirational guest. So I'd like to welcome her back to the show. I'm glad to be here. So thank you, first of all, for you know all the honesty and everything that you're sharing with us today. I know sometimes it's hard to talk about the past and I, you know, we only want to talk about highlights, but it's the times when we, you know, are falling down or the times that we're hurt that we grow. And, and I know you've had quite a few of those moments. Um, with your dad, you know, you eventually got to the point at 23 where your sister uh, encouraged you to talk to him. You really didn't want to. And you finally did. And he told you about his past and what he had been through. But what I think is the most important thing that you actually, you know, learned is, you know, why he chose your mom and all these other women and why he did the actions he did. What did you find out? 
Uh, I found out that he felt that if he picked a strong woman, that his kids would be fine because they could kind of pick up his slack uh, because he knew that he wasn't going to, he didn't have the capacity to be there um, as the father that he should. And, you know, he actually had all girls. So in his mind, as long as they had their mother, then they're fine without me. And I could kind of, you know, just tell them I love them or be there and, 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 you know, be proud of them and kind of, take a back seat while the, the, the moms that he chose were, you know, ultimately their, their only parent. Um, so, I mean, it was a warped, warped mindset for sure, but that's what kind of gave him peace into his actions and kind of gave him the freedom to basically live how he was living is that he picked women that he knew were strong, um, that basically could be a strong single parent. Well, and again, your mom, here's another trophy for her. She was strong, Mm -hmm. and she really raised you right and raised you with love and raised you in the church and just brought you up to be who you are today. But, you know, your dad wasn't the only man in your life that, you know, kind of disappointed. I I know that you ended up having your daughter, which is a highlight, at 24, but her father wasn't really in the picture. He kind of came and went. And then several years later, you got married again, and you had your son again, another highlight, right? The kiddos are good. Mm-hmm. But that that relationship also ended a little bit due to infidelity, but also just, you know, he was willing to let you go. And I'm just curious, you know, when you th- consider your dad, you know, your daughter's father, you know, your second, your, your marriage, your son's father. What, what do you think? Are you hopeful in terms of future relationships? All right. You know, that's, you know, are there, are there any other male figures that you feel you can trust? Um, well, for me, uh, it's about, I, first of all, yes, I am hopeful of finding the, the right partner for life. Um, but, you know, one thing is I don't look at any of those situations as a failures. I look at them as lessons. And I learned so much about myself in those situations, especially most recently my, uh, my marriage, um, you know, that I've, I've been divorced for, well, separated and um, finalized the divorce this year. But one thing I realized about myself is that the people that I were choosing <laughs> was choosing, they were not available to me, right? Um, and that I could see the potential where they could not see, and I made that my reality. So, you know, I know now um, just, you know, about myself that I can't do that anymore. Like, I have to look at things at face value, especially when it comes to people. Um, I think it was Maya Angelou that said that when people show you who they are to believe them, and I think that I was doing the opposite. Like, I was seeing how they are, and I'm like, well, maybe you could be better, and maybe I should stick around to kind of see that through. Um, and I think that kind of put me in a bad spot, especially, you know, thinking that with my father and it kind of carried through to relationships as I got older, not just with romantic relationships, but also with friendships, you know, I would stay in it too long, uh, where I would end up the one being hurt, uh, because I had that belief that, okay, they'll change. Uh, and it's like, you know, people, they will tell you up front. It's just up to us to kind of believe that. Oh, wise words. I mean, people are... People are crying and shouting at at their uh, radio right now. <laughs> They're like, "I, oh, me too." <laughs> oh, you nailed it on that one. People do stay too long. But one of the things that I really admire about you is you really do now listen. Like you really 
are really quite good at letting friendships go or relationships go that you spot aren't really going to gel well with you or or have your best intentions. And you actually created an app called FriendMe. Why did you create that app? So I created the app from me because I noticed a lot of times as an adult, it was very hard to start these friendships. And in 20, 2018, I had a, a friendship breakup with, if you've ever had a friendship breakup, you noticed that that's kind of harder than a romantic relationship because this person kind of gave everything to as far as like you told your secrets and that type of thing. And, you know, after that, like I kind of kind of side away from close friendships. So I was basically starting over. And I had a, uh, one of my daughter's friend's mom, I would, you know, talk with her and she was just like, I don't understand like why, like why it can't be easier to make friends. And so, you know, like I kind of sat with that for a minute. And as I was transitioning from Minnesota to Georgia, you know, I started, you know, writing down this concept of friend me and I wanted it to be easy, just kind of like how a dating app is structured where you can kind of swipe left, swipe right, but you're actually looking at things like their uh, things that will be compatible for friends. So if you're looking for social friends, you can kind of select that. If you're like, if you're an introvert, you most likely aren't going to be friends with another introvert. You're going to be friends with an extrovert um, and even things to match with compatible with astrological signs, because I know that, you know, Gemini's and Scorpio's are sometimes total opposites. So you may not want to be friends with a Gemini or vice versa. So I started writing down this concept and then I started searching, you know, for ways to kind of make that come to fruition. And, and that's what I did in 2021. I uh, launched the live, the live version of Friend Me. Um, and so I've been working on that for the last two years. I know that you're a woman of faith. So when you consider your path you know, growing up the way you did with your siblings, but obviously the scenario with your dad and, you know, the different relationships that, that, that ended, but yet really being hungry for healthy relationships. Like you, that's why you created this friend me app. You, it's not like you just don't want to be, be with people. You want healthy people. How, how has right. your faith played a part? Do you think in, in all that evolving? I, it played a huge role. It still plays a huge role because, you know, one of the things the, this past two years with me having to release, like release relationships that I've been in for a long time, like with my marriage or even with family members or friends that I thought were, you know, going to be into that next season or even like, you know, forever type of relationships, I realized that there are 8.1 billion people in this world, right? There's no way that the people that I started with are going to be the people that I end with, right? So I had to kind of talk to God about it where, like, I seriously was just like, you know, God, if you can just release the people that are not supposed to be in my life to give the, the people that are supposed to be in my life the opportunity to be there in the, the capacity that you want them to be, I am open to that. Now, when I said that prayer, I did not expect the people that left <laughs> to leave uh, just because I thought that they were going to be, you know, forever people, not seasonal people, but I was open to the process because I know that's exactly what I asked God for. And because I did that, people did start coming into my, my circle that were assignments and not just attachments. And so I'm thankful Like for every loss to me is still a gain. And, you know, for every, for every person that I lost, it's, it's a lesson because it's not, a, you know, it's not that, I lost that person. They just weren't supposed to be in that next season of my life. So, you know, it can 
be lonely at times, but it's also a gratitude moment for me that God is still answering my prayers every step of the way. I love that. And obviously, you know, one of your mottos, jump and build your wings as you go down. Um, What does that mean? Uh, So, you know, it means to take that step out on faith uh, that even though you can't see the whole stairway, that God is still, he's still working on you. He's still going to give you those wings so that you, it's scary to jump, but he's going to give you the provision the provisions as you go down to bring you back up again. And I, I've had to do that, you know, like you said, a ton of times in my life. But this, this most recent time, it has been about releasing the control and allowing God to control in my life. So that is a scary feeling. Even though, you know, you trust God, you're just like, I'm so used to having the plan A through Z. So it's like not having that right now is it's a true faith walk and still mm. building those wings. <laughs> it's kind of like an Excel spreadsheet. After A through Z, do I get a double A and a double AB? Right. <laughs> you know, does it, okay. do all the plans keep going? And um, right. and then, you know, just, you know, in one quick statement here or two, what does living full out mean to you? It means living with the freedom to be within God's will. And what I mean by that is, again, leaving, living without constraints, right? Where you're giving your control to God, but you're also listening where he's telling you to go because our paths are already ordered. Um, So it's just like that to me is living full out. And again, it's an exhilarating, scary experience, but it's it's the most peace I felt in my lifetime. And I'm being completely honest with you. It's just it's a peaceful, peaceful uh, journey. <laughs> well, you know what the most interesting thing is about those last words you said is I really get that. When we started this interview energetically and confidence wise, it'd be very interesting to go listen to it because the way that you talk about God, the way that you talk about friend me, the, the way that you live in the world today, it, it really shows through. You, you just you just come alive when you talk about that. So, uh, yep, you are flying. You are on your way. <laughs> so thank you so much for being on today's show and, and uh, creating that app for all those that are looking for friendships. That's really kind of you. And we'll be wishing you all the best. And uh, for everyone else listening, I want you to stay with us. We are going to keep talking more about jumping and building those wings and flying and we all need to really just get out there and take that leap of faith and know that every decision is the right one so here's to all of you living flout we'll be right back To some people, the sound of a baby babbling doesn't mean much. But that's not necessarily true. By six months, they're combining vowels and consonants. By nine months, they're trying out different kinds of sounds. And by 12 months, their babbling is beginning to take on some meaning. 
especially if there's no babbling at all. Little to no babbling by 12 months or later is just one of the possible signs of autism in children. Early screening and intervention can make a lifetime of difference and unlock a world of possibilities. Take the first step at AutismSpeaks.org. A public service announcement brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with a sun protection factor, or SPF, of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. UVA rays age the skin, UVB rays burn, and both cause cancer. But the perfect sunscreen doesn't count if you use it wrong. Don't need sunscreen on a cloudy day? Wrong. 80% of UV rays still get through the haze. Only use sunscreen at the beach? Nope. Anytime you're outside, UV rays attack the skin, so you need protection. And you have to reapply sunscreen every two hours. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Right now, our country feels divided, but there's a place where people are coming together. I got to tell you, I was nervous to talk to someone so different than me. Me too, but I'm glad we are. Love Has No Labels and One Small Step are helping people with different political views, beliefs, and life experiences come together through conversation, and it feels good. Wow, your story is so... uh, Interesting. Yeah. (laughs) When people actually sit down, talk, and listen to one another, they can break down boundaries and connect as human beings. At lovehasnolabels.com slash one small step, you can listen to amazing, life-changing conversations and find simple tools to start a conversation of your own. I know one thing. This conversation gives me hope. It gives me a lot of hope, too. Take a step toward bringing our country and your community together by having the courage to start a conversation at lovehasnolabels.com slash one small step. A message from StoryCorps, Love Has No Labels, and the Ad Council. All right, crew, let's get her dug. Honey, you want to give me a hand? I'm planting that tree, remember? No matter how large or small your digging project may be, no matter how urban or rural, you must always call 811 before any digging project. 811 is our national one call number, alerting your local utility companies to come out and mark any lines they have near your dig site. You must call 811 at least two to three business days before any digging project so you can avoid hitting our essential buried utilities. This includes natural gas and petroleum pipelines, electric, communication cables, and water and sewer lines. So before you do this or this, make sure you do this. For digging projects big or small, make the call to 811. Brought to you by Common Ground Alliance. Today is the day that you jump and you build your wings on the way down. What does that mean? That means that you know that you have greatness ahead of you. You know that you deserve a life of purpose. You know that you deserve love. So rather than thinking that others have it and you don't and why do they and why don't you, I want you to jump. And then you're going to build those wings. You're going to figure out what you want in life as you go. And then you're flying. 
You're listening to Living Full Out with Nancy Soleri. As a professional motivational speaker, Nancy can assist you to blow through your setbacks and start living full out. If you have an inspirational story you want to share, email us at connect at livingfullout.com. Once again, here's Nancy. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm Nancy Soleri, and this is the Living Full Out Show, and we have been talking about jumping and building your wings on your way down. And that is really important because it's really, actually, if you break it out, two different concepts. One is jumping in life. We've all heard that. Take that leap of faith, jump, go for it, kind of rah, rah, rah. But what's the opposite of jumping? If you don't jump and you just stay still, well, it's comfortable. It's maybe peaceful. It's, you know, easy. But are you growing? No. Are you learning? Well, maybe. But you want to take that jump. You want to make sure that you're really gobbling up this life that you've been given because not everybody is given this gift of life. I think about that all the time. Uh, as some of you know, I had five miscarriages in my time, and I think, gosh, I wonder what any one of those kiddos would have been like. They didn't get to play this this game like I did here, you know? Or I think about some who pass way before their time in a tragic accident or due to a health condition, and really they should have lived longer, but their time was short, and I think, wow, I hope they made the most of their two years, five years, 15 years, whatever that was. And so for all of us that are given this gift, we want to jump. You want to gobble up life. You want to feel those sweaty palms and and just go for it. And then I think about, you know, after you jump and you're building your wings on your way down, part of what holds people back from jumping is they feel like they have to have all their decks in a row. They feel like they have to cross all those T's and dot those I's before they, 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 you know, sign that contract or before they, you know, get married or whatever. Now, I'm not saying that one shouldn't do their due diligence and shouldn't do their research and ask good questions. I am about that. But I also think if you wait for your ducks to be in a row, you're going to be waiting a long time because you can't control what you can't control meaning that you can control what you put in your mouth. You really can, what you eat every day. Uh, You can control, you know, doing a little bit of physical activity, even for those like myself that have a disability. You can, I can do a bicep, I can uh, curl, I can do certain things. You can control your behaviors, you really can, your outlook, your attitude. But the reason why you're going to be waiting forever to get those ducks in a row is all the other people out there in the world, their attitudes, their decisions, their actions, pandemics, right? Random accidents that happen. You can't control those. So what you don't want to do is be just waiting and waiting and waiting and perfecting and perfecting and perfecting. That will just have you turn around one day and wonder, where did time go? Now, It is sometimes hard to go full throttle in every aspect of your life. And those who can do it, bravo, honestly, and I mean that sincerely. Like I look at some people and it's like they're building their business, they're raising their family, they're volunteering, they're, I mean, they are to the 10th power amazing. And I want to know what they're eating, what they're drinking, right? But at the same time, sometimes if things were you know, easy, everyone would do it, right? Like love, if it was on every corner, we'd all have the love of our lives. If having your own business was easy, everyone would have one, right? 
But sometimes the area in your life that you really want to excel at the most, it's going to take time. And it's okay sometimes to to, to kind of disappear, go away for a little bit, and then reemerge the you that you want to be. You just don't want to disappear for 10 years and reemerge 10 years later, right? You have to be reasonable with it. I am a planner at heart. I love it. And I work with my clients a lot on planning because I think it's really important, just like how when you get in your car, you usually know where you're going. You're going to go to the grocery store. You know how to get there. Or you'll put, put it in your GPS and it'll take you right there, right? But very rarely, unless you just have nothing to do and you're, you're purposely randomly driving, very rarely will you get in that car and just drive aimlessly. You won't. You, you know where you're going. It's the same with life. So I want you to think about as we round out today's show, what is it that you want most? And let's get that for you. And if you're looking to have a relationship, let's, let's look bigger. Let's think bigger. You know, let's think about, okay, well, could I be on two different apps? Okay, that's possible. Should I split test? Maybe I'll do an app and maybe I'll do a website. Maybe I'll do an athletic group and maybe one that's more spiritual. Great. I love that. You know, maybe you are looking only in your local area and it seems limiting. Maybe look around the world. You know, the thing is, is we put limitations on ourselves. Now, granted, you might say, no, but my environment doesn't allow me to grow. Or no, you have no idea who I'm living with. It's like a dictatorship. Well, maybe it's time to move. (laughs) Okay, that is the jumping part, right? And you're like, ah, I can't afford it. I don't know where. What if, what if I can't pay my rent? You could what if forever. I want you to jump and build your wings as you fly. Thank you so much for joining us today. And I want you to reach out to us at connect at livingfullout.com. If you need support on today's topic or need to kind of chat out your plan, love to help you. And just know that the entire Living Flat family thanks you for listening today. We've got Dirk and Andrew and Caleb and, of course, me and my guide dog, Frost. We're all going to stand beside you every step of the way as you what? Live full out. Thank you for listening to the Living Full Out Show with Nancy Solari. To learn more about this program, visit livingfullout.com for the latest episodes. Connect with the Living Full Out community by following us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and subscribing to our YouTube channel. Here's to you, Living Full Out.